This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Addie. And I'm Tommy. And you're listening to Series 2, Episode 7, The Shiny Place. Ooh, The Shiny Place. Yep. It sh- hopefully is just around the corner. We'll find out. We'll find out. Um, let's start off with some announcements. So first and foremost, uh, we have Mouse's bonus episode coming out. Yes, indeed. On Friday. Uh, Yeah, uh, second bonus episode to come out for series two. This one will uh, depict the story of how Mouse got into shadow running. It may not reveal all of the secrets that you're hoping to find, but there will (laughs) be a couple at least small reveals. Right, right. It has uh, the Mouse's session zero had uh, little to nothing to do with her memory loss. It's the story of how she uh, basically convinced Doc to let her become a Shadowrunner. He's just very protective is all. So that's coming out on Friday. Uh, check that out. Do we have any other announcements? Uh, uh, the usual. Uh, we have our Patreon going. We have a few Patreon supporters already. Love you guys. You guys are great. Um, we have Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, followers and all of that. You guys, it helps us more than you know. Uh, and also um, episode four of the first series is coming out on um, YouTube. Yeah. So go listen to Crethlin Eats Pickles on YouTube. <laughs> Possibly the best episode of Series 1. <laughs> Definitely the best title. Um, all right. No more announcements. So I suppose it is time to move on into... Words with the GM. Hello. Hi. This uh, Words with the GM is about uh, Episode 6, What Lies Below. There's a lot of stuff below. <laughs> it's Big, not scary nice stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a fun one to to run. Uh, I felt like uh, uh, I did a decent enough job of keeping you guys terrified throughout the engagement. There was definitely some tension. I thought that we were all going to die, and then we didn't. And then I thought Boomer was going to die. And somehow he didn't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, character death is an interesting prospect. Uh, I love it just in general. Uh, I think it's always an interesting, uh, story point. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm gunning to kill my players. Um, aren't you though? But like, you know, it's always fun. Um, but, uh, uh, it's an interesting predicament, uh, particularly for the podcast. Um, because every time we run any system, we always have to figure out how we're going to, handle character death if it happens yeah because we try to create a full story and um if we lose a character how do we continue this story with the full cast right without adding on a bunch more episodes where they go and meet a new person and uh we definitely when we were coming up with the idea of the podcast we definitely didn't want to be pulling our punches in the interest of keeping all the characters alive throughout the series like we we definitely wanted to make it so if someone dies they die like and then we figure it out. Um, yeah, but uh, at least with Shadowrun, there is the whole safety net thing uh, with burning your edge. Yeah, that is an interesting mechanic in Shadowrun, which is uh, you have your edge, which is an amazing stat that everyone should have in Shadowrun a lot, lot, lots. Uh, mm. But in Shadowrun, if you ever get 
damage to the point where you're not even bleeding out in, in like a critical mode that someone can stabilize you, but you just like blow past all of your damage overflow and die properly. Um, you can burn a point of edge, which means you permanently reduce your maximum edge value and your current edge value by one. So uh, Boomer has like three edge, for instance, uh, with a maximum of six. If he had died in that cave-in, uh, he could have chosen to burn edge, lowering his edge to two and his maximum possible edge to five. Uh, so like you said, it's kind of a nice safety net where you have uh, a certain amount of lives you can burn through, <laughs> uh, which is good because it's a very lethal system. Yeah, and some systems don't have that. So uh, it's nice to, even though it's a lethal system, to be able to say like, well, I have three edge. So if something really needs to happen, like I really need to save myself by burning a point of edge, it's not the end of the world. Right. Uh, though, you know, coming back with less edge is always painful, uh, especially like for someone like Bumbles who only has one edge and coming back with no edge is real hard. <laughs> um, because then you know, you're out of lives until you, uh, and luck. Yeah. You're out of lives and luck until you, uh, spend some of your karma that you earn to increase from zero to one. <laughs> um, but l luckily, uh, Boomer did not have to do that. The rolls went in his favor. He uh, he used his edge to uh, <laughs> to uh, re-roll a bunch of dice and have exploding sixes and all sorts of stuff and reach insanely high levels. I, I put a pretty high threshold on him not getting crushed there. Mm -hmm. Not all of him. Not all of the thresholds I set in my head for that test resulted in him dying necessarily, but definitely in him being like pinned under rubble. Uh, but instead he hit the threshold he needed to exactly uh, to fully clear the obstacle and uh, come out unscathed, even though two grenades blew up seven feet above his head. <laughs> <laughs> Another interesting thing happened this past episode. Mm -hmm. We met someone from last series. Well in a very different iteration. Yes. Uh, so Welby is a character from series one of your own creation. Uh, fan favorite, actually, coming out of series one. People loved him. Uh, you can see some character art of him in Crethlin on our website. Um, I realized once you guys got in the sewers, it'd be nice for you to have like a helper of sorts. And for some reason, I just got fixated on the idea of like ghoul Welby, <laughs> like this, this cute little ghoul child who is sadly a ghoul, but still Welby and, and super friendly and, and helpful. <laughs> uh, and Hey, maybe Welby's uh, coming back. You don't know. He's still in the sewer somewhere. Yeah. Unless we blew him up. That is a very legitimate worry. <laughs> You guys did blow up a lot of those sewers. Yeah. Luckily, they're not very functional sewers, so most of Redmond won't notice. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your favorite part of the episode? Oh, my favorite part? Uh, bad luck 2.0. Two episodes in a row. <laughs> Bumbles uses his edge, rolls a D6 for bad luck. Both times, came up one. It's very fun to have that happen as a game master. Anytime a system gives a game master that kind of power... Uh, to like truly and creatively ruin a player's <laughs> uh, attempt at something. Uh, Dan knew what he was taking when he took that quality and he thought it would be really fun to have these situations where he tries to do something and it just goes catastrophically wrong. And so far, I have to agree with him. It's been really fun. <laughs> uh, though you guys still don't know what happened to Jerry. Oh, Jerry. 
Poor Jerry. <laughs> uh, but what about you? What was your favorite part as a player? Um, I really enjoyed um, running from the harvester. <laughs> so in my experience, a lot of times there is um, that one player who wants to stand and fight the insurmountable odds who wants the TPK to happen. <laughs> but running is pretty much always an option. It's just the players don't do it. Um, like in D&D. Players don't run. I don't understand why. <laughs> Faced with a beholder, guess what I would do? Run. Um, but yeah, so it was really great to actually have it be like, oh, uh, we know exactly what that is. We don't want to be here. Let's go. Let's see if we can get a head start. Let's work together to see how fast we can go. Like, like that was really sort of like a, a pivot moment for the party where like we were like, we're fighting. We're winning. Oh, no. Yeah, it was. Run. It was really satisfying to that to see like all of you just immediately go, yeah, we're running, we're running, we got to get out of here. Yeah. Uh, and it just like painted a really nice image of like that horror movie moment where everyone's like sprinting down a tunnel, being chased by this giant scary monster. I was actually really unsure how we were going to get away from it because harvesters are so much faster than most, if not all, meta types. They're very fast. Yeah. So I was like. Who, well, it's like that alligator thing or being chased by a bear thing where, like, all you have to do is be faster than the person behind you. <laughs> <laughs> or, or have someone with you who has high yield explosives that can cave in a tunnel on the thing that's chasing you. This is very true. Which worked out <laughs> this time. <laughs> so, unless you've got any other advice. No, no. I'm quite interested to move on into Series 2, Episode 7, The Shiny Place. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Mouse. I'd tell you all about me, except I don't remember it. The first thing I can remember is waking up in Doc's clinic a year and a half ago. Doc's a big, scary-looking troll, but he saved me from dying that night and took me in. Really, he's a big softie. I mean, he's not soft, but he's nice. And since he took me in, he's kind of felt like my dad. If I had a dad, which I don't, I don't think. But I do have a little sister, Sierra, and that's where things get complicated. I didn't even know she existed until Doc brought her to the clinic. He told me that a man died to save her from wherever she was and that we had to hide her away. It cost a lot of money that I didn't have, and I'm pretty sure that Doc called in a lot of favors to make her safe. I've always owed Doc for making me a part of his family, but now I owe him a lot more. I wasn't sure how I was going to pay him back until recently. That's when I found out about The Matrix, and I just get it. It's so fun to go in and fly around and break the rules, and apparently that's what makes a good decker. And I'm a really good decker. So now I've got a way to pay Doc back for saving me and Sierra by shadow running. He isn't too happy about it, but he would never tell me what I can't do. And even though I'm bad at telling what people are thinking or feeling, I like to think that sometimes when I come back from a successful run, he's proud of me. I was born Edwin Corvo, a dryad, but you can call me by my street name, Bumbles. I spent much of my life in England evading the ire of my father. 
I earned it first for mum's death and childbirth, which to this day, I contend is much more his fault than mine. When I turned 18, he put me to work in his factory, so he could both keep an eye on and berate me. Unfortunately for him, my attempts to upgrade the assembly line resulted in a large explosion, completely wrecking the factory. I decided to flee to the countryside where I ended up at a small university. There I made the friends I never had as a child, but presenting myself as a fellow student got out of hand and I ended up unofficially attending university for the next three years. That is until another experiment of mine went awry and I accidentally detonated the entire chemistry department. Knowing this would draw the attention of my father, I quickly left the country. My expeditious retreat put me in debt, however, and I was put to work as a shadow runner to pay it off. Turns out, I'm quite the talented rigger, and folks now pay me to blow things up. I'm meeting interesting people, making friends, and acquiring more money than I could have ever dreamed of. I got my own car. I was even able to soup it up a bit. My only regret is that I didn't come to Seattle sooner. Oh, um, hi. My name is Sora Matasara, uh, but on the streets I go by Kashmir. Uh, I'm a 20-year-old human living in the Bellevue neighborhood of Seattle. Uh, I grew up in Japan, tutored in magic at the insistence of my... my father, uh, a higher-up at Mitsuhama Computer Technologies. Uh, it wasn't the best time in my childhood. Between my mother leaving us and uh, the rigorous magical tutoring provided by my father's company, as well as well, my father in general, at least I always had my spirits. Um, I didn't get to have any real metahuman friends growing up, but my spirits were all the friends I needed. Eventually, I wanted to take my magic and my spirits and, and test them on the streets, but my very first run went very horribly wrong, and I had to leave Japan. But now I'm here in Seattle, uh, going on runs, doing karaoke with my spirits, uh, just living the life. Oh, and why cashmere? Uh, well, it gets quite chilly at night, and apparently I'm the only person in the shadows who recognizes the value of a good cardigan. <laughs> Their loss. Hoi, chummers. They call me Puma. Not sure if it's because I'm an Aussie or if it has something to do with my work. Nah. Anyway, my job's to either shoot Drek, chop it up, or break into it. <laughs> You'd be surprised how stealthy a big red Oni can be. Now, I've gone and pissed off the Vori, my former employers, so I've been keeping a low profile. A Yakuza boss I hate to kill, Yama, is now my best friend and fixer. Long story there, mate. He's been keeping me busy, finding me work, keeping the Vori off my back. Thanks, mate. I may be on the run, but I enjoy getting to be my own man. So, it's time to raise some hell and geek some hoops. Look out, Seattle. It's Boomer time! The last time we left the runners, uh, they were in a pretty hairy predicament. Uh, they had uh, entered the sewers uh, on a job uh, to investigate... A rise in ghoul attacks in a uh, very bad district of Redmond. They went into uh, the sewers, uh, found their way as far as they knew uh, towards where the ghouls liked to hang out. 
Um, there they met a young ghoul child named Welby, um, who seemed somewhat scared of them, but uh, was not feral like some of the other ghouls. Um, and then uh, Welby quickly ran away as the other ghouls uh, arrived and attacked the party. They uh, took out those ghouls uh, with everyone putting in their weight. Uh, I think everyone got some blood on that one. Um <laughs> And then uh, managed to avoid uh, any serious damage, though uh, one of Bumble's uh, drones did have a serious malfunction with one of his grenades blowing up. Um, so uh, Bumble's was down one drone already, and uh, some of the uh, possible exits uh, through the tunnels had already caved in due to some uh, liberal use of uh, grenades. That's when another uh, swarm of ghouls started to closing on their position and then quickly scatter as the dreaded harvester in the uh, uh, sewers um, made its presence known. And the party uh, <laughs> ran for it. Uh, the harvester quickly caught up with them like harvesters do. Um, and uh, in a moment of panic, feeling as if the party was doomed, uh, if the harvester closed the final few feet it needed to uh, be able to reach the party with its claws and teeth, Bumbles uh, did a Hail Mary, shot his grenade, his remaining two drones uh, grenades up into the uh, uh, ceiling of the tunnel they were running through, uh, causing a cave-in that uh, almost took out Boomer, um, but uh, due to Boomer's extreme luck and uh, hardy combat training, he managed to avoid uh, any serious injury as uh, the tunnel caved in and pinned and killed the harvester. Um, the party uh, is now um, in this tunnel, uh, not sure where to go, but currently trying to seek out what Welby called the shiny place. What do you guys do? I'm just going to have a sit down for a moment. Um, me and Red Leader and Red Three are going to mourn the loss of Red Two and the Noisquitos. That's right, the two Noisquitos died in the collapse. They bravely gave their life that we may live. <laughs> you, you feel a tap on your shoulder and uh, I, Boomer's handing you a flask over your shoulder. Oh, um, yeah, sure, it's, thank you. It's ceremonial. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'll take a swig. It's, you know, one of the worst feelings <laughs> I've felt because all my insides burn. <laughs> um, but I drink it anyways. Yep. And I'll hand it back to Boomer. He Thank takes you. a drink and he pours a little bit out for the drones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to try to enter the host again. Okay. okay. Uh, yeah. I'm just going to hang out with my spirits, tell them they did a good job, check on them, make sure they're okay. Um, tell them we'll go to so karaoke Kreflin? later. Kreflin gets six. Nice. <clears throat> so, eight. Nice. Okay. Uh, again, sitting there, finally, you know, getting a breather. Uh, you look at that host icon in the Matrix again. Uh, this time you, you know, you push Kreflin forward in the, in your AR display towards, uh, the, uh, host icon and you reach out and this time, uh, you correct your mistake from before and, uh, manage to get a mark. Okay. 
I want another one. Okay. I've got to figure out where the heck we're going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Bumbles. Oh, you uh, get a point of edge back. Great. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's served you so well so far. Not because he thinks it helps, just because he thinks it'll be funny. <laughs> so four. Four hits? Yeah. Okay. Uh, already with the mark on the host, uh, you uh, we worked some of the code that you've been pushing forward uh, with Kreflin aiding you, mm-hmm. and uh, you managed to get a second mark. Oh, thank God. All right. Um, trace icon. Okay. Find out what this stupid thing is. How many hits on your trace icon? One. Okay. Uh, you see the icon. You start uh, moving uh, some of your your like pre uh, constructed algorithms towards it to apply to it, mm-hmm. and uh, they come back uh, negative. Um, you you're sitting there trying to rework it. Uh, at this point, Bumbles and Boomer have finished their little ceremonial drink. Kashmir is uh, sitting there checking on his spirits, and you hear, oh, you're still alive. Uh, oh. And you look up, and you see uh, up in another little, like, tiny drainage hole, uh, uh, Welby poking his head out. I'm, I'm happy to see that you all survived. I thought you were going to die. Well, thanks for the support. I, I cannot f- fight the feral ghouls. They will just tear me apart, I'm, and, uh, and you think I can't? Oh, I'm just, I'm just taking the piss. Oh, it was a joke. It was very funny, Mr. Redman. It's been a long day, Welby. Very long day. I'm surprised that you did not cave in the whole tunnel when you uh, blew it up. Uh, It was very loud. Right. You should have been there. It was such a good shot. Now, Welby, uh, speaking of caving in tunnels, we've had to do a bit of that today. And frankly, um, we're a little worried about the structural integrity of the sewers. I mean... um, any more fights like that, we could cave this whole system in, um, and that would be very bad for you and everyone you care about. So it, we think it might go quicker if you could just lead us to the shiny place. Um, I, You are very close to the shiny place. Yes, well, could you lead us there? Um, I don't want to go with you. It is scary. Oh, well, we will be here to protect you. I say while hopefully rolling negotiation. Yeah, go ahead and roll negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> That's four hits. I am afraid to go with you, but if, uh, if you uh, if you need me, I, I will help. I, I want to ride on the shoulders of the M- Miss Blue Hair Girl. Well, sure. Here you go, lad. <laughs> and uh, he picks up Welby and gently sets him down uh, on. He sits down and goes, oh, this is nice. You're nice and comfy. Yes, Mr. Redman. Thank you. Um, I'll take Kiroga off one side. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, then telepathically I go, um, hey, guys, if you could just sort of keep an eye on that Welby kid. And if he starts to get a little bitey, <laughs> if you could just sort of engulf him, that would be that would be very helpful. Uh Thank you so much, guys. Um, I promise we'll go out after this, and we're going to have a good time. We're going to forget all about this awful place. Thank you so much for all your help. Uh, again, they kind of, like, wrap themselves around you in a comforting way and then kind of pull back, and uh, they don't get too close to, like, Mouse and Welby, but they kind of float uh, midway. Um, 
the the shiny place is uh, uh you take a left up here and and you walk down a little ways and then I, I will direct you all right let's go then um, oh lead the way mouse no, uh, Miss Miss Blue Hair Girl, can we stay in the in the back? I do not want to be at the front. It's a scary thing. I want big red man in the front. Is there a sort right. of insight skill in Shadowrun? Yeah, I, I have my spirits just go a little tighter. Uh, it's called Judge Intentions. I'm gonna stop for a second, or like get behind them for a second, and then I'm gonna uh, astrally perceive him. Sure. Can I judge his intentions? Yep. You know, kid, you actually want the big people in the back, because that way uh, they can see everything. Hits. That's four hits on Judge Intentions. Okay, as far as you actually perceiving him, uh, Kashmir, um, you see that he is shaken, scared, um, kind of sad, but but it's improving. He's seeming like a little happier. He, like Freshly put on like Mouse's shoulders, it's kind of like a little fun for him. Uh um, beyond that, you don't really see anything else. Um, he doesn't have any cyberware or anything like that. His right, essence and magic are both lower than yours. Right. Bumbles, uh, you kind of look this kid up and down, and like it's like it's like a nine-year-old boy. He's scared in the sewers. He's frightened to move forward with you guys, but he also probably doesn't get to talk to that many people. What with the fact that most of the people he sees on a daily basis are feral ghouls. All right, just you know, <laughs> feeling a. L- Feeling a little protective of Boomer, you know, just in case the kid's trying to get him killed. <laughs> um, Mouse, could you do your sort of computery thing? You said there's guns, Welby? Yes, there are guns um, just outside the, uh, the pathway leading to the shiny place. But um, the, the, the peoples who are not um, ghouls like me... Um, they the guns seem to like them. Huh. They 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 do not like the ghouls. That's why I want uh, Miss Blue Hair Girl in the uh, back, and uh, maybe uh, Mister uh, Bubbles Man uh, in the back, maybe with his uh, machines who are good at the shooting. Yeah. All right. Cool. But I I just do not want to get shot. That's fair. Most people don't. I understand. Uh, you get used to it after a while. Um, do you? <laughs> but yeah, Mouse, can you, like, gun search? Does Boomer feel the presence of guns? Can <laughs> <in his> he <laughs> smell Primeval awareness for guns? <laughs> guns. I could, but um, I'm at, like, a pretty high disadvantage. Um, because, well, now I can't pass out. Because I've got Wilby on my shoulders. In that case, give me a little man. No, I want to stay on Blue Hair Girl. She's nice. Oh, fine. <laughs> so, um, when we get a little closer. Oh, stay on Miss Blue Hair. Yeah, see if I'll give, save your life again. <laughs> Are we going? <laughs> Uh, Boomer, I think you, he wants oh, you, you to lead healing? the way. Yeah, oh, yeah, he doesn't want to friggin' run with Sean. Well, uh, I'll send Red Leader up with you. Also, could you maybe turn off the bright lights uh, that are shining on Blue Hair Girl? I'll turn the, the UV light that faces back towards the group off, okay. but I'm leaving the ones the that perimeter. are 
I mean, the perimeter is now red leader in front, red three in back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you guys are walking down the tunnel? Yeah. He keeps on, like, I'm holding good. my hair a little harder than I like. <laughs> yeah. But he's, like, kind of, like, bouncing every once in a while, like, kind of, like, happy every with every step you take. He's mm-hmm. like, hee, hee, hee. No, well be. Yeah, let's let's go, guys. Cause small ghoul children are not light. <laughs> Your arm is very shiny. I like it. Oh, thanks. You wanna look? <laughs> ho ho! What's this button do? Shing ho! <laughs> yeah. You have a sword inside your arm. Yes. I like it. It's um very sharp. Don't touch it. I I. I don't touch swords. Swords that would that would be silly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you know. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, can I just sort of check in with Spot real quick? I know there's probably a lot of noise. There is a lot of noise. Yeah, but you can. You still have a connection to him. Yeah, just sort of ask him how things are going. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you guys, uh, go walking a little bit. Welby tells you to turn left, turn left. Welby tells you to turn right, you turn right. You walk a little bit more. Okay, this, this next turn is where there are the guns. So I'm going to get off of Blue Hair Girl. Can someone help me, please? Uh, that would be Mr. Redman. Mr. Redman, you are very strong. Could you maybe put me on the ground? He picks him up and sets him down. Yeah, yeah, I need my help. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Redman. (laughs) So the shiny place is just around the corner Um, You'll notice it because it is very shiny And uh, the guns are on the ceiling But I I do not think they will shoot um, non-ghoul people Um, Well, uh, let's sort of double check that Before we actually put our bodies in front of them So is the floor I got it Boomer, boomer, (laughs) boomer, wait, wait This is literally my job (laughs) <laughs> uh, Sorry so The flies fly out of my shirt pocket <laughs> And it climbs onto the wall And activates the chameleon coating <laughs> So it's oh, camouflaged right. <laughs> and crawls, Stealth and all that, yeah Crawls along the wall around the corner Along the ceiling mm-hmm. What does it see? Uh, so you are suffering quite a bit of noise um, Even here uh, Even still like a dozen feet from it. Right. Well, well because the noise isn't nece- sure. isn't being caused by the distance. Uh, it is being caused by what Mouse has identified as uh, at least one jammer, if not multiple right. jammers. Um, I will... But you still can see it's just a fuzzy image. Okay. Is the, is the floor covered in sewage still? Uh, the center of the floor is, but you guys are on a walkway on the side. Okay. Um, so what does the fly fly see? Uh, it peeks around the corner. It sees uh, two very bright lights. Um, you would guess probably UV lights. Um, and uh, there are two turrets uh, openly hanging from the ceiling right in front of a big uh, metal uh, industrial door with no handle, no viewport, anything like that. And next to that is a, a mag lock of some kind, uh, some kind of... Um, electronic box sitting right next to this door i have my version of a lockpick i think yours might be a little more subtle sure um so hold on nice lay down on the ground (laughs) you don't have to lay down on the ground to go in the host you can enter a host in ar yeah but i'm already operating at a okay a huge penalty like taking that additional two is like a big deal and you enter the host and i enter the host in vr 
Yeah. Okay, so you go into VR. Um, uh, the Matrix washes over you. Um, the little bit of aches and pains uh, that you've had, the soreness in your legs from running all goes away as the Matrix uh, takes over your consciousness. Uh, and you, uh, you appear as your little mouse icon, uh, the coffin icon of the... Uh, I don't want to go in. <laughs> of the host is in front of you. You already have two marks on it, so you hop right in. Mm-hmm. Um, when you do, all of the noise disappears. And um, you are now inside the coffin, uh, which doesn't look like the inside of a coffin. Uh, you enter it. It's like a door. Mm-hmm. You basically are in a floorless, uh, what looks like a, a laboratory. Um, and uh, you see just like these little icons floating around. That's like, you know, data, uh, surgical uh, equipment, turret operations, stuff like that. Okay. Uh, jammers. Uh, can I do a perception test, matrix perception, to just see if there's any spiders yeah, or yeah. ice around? You can do that. <laughs> Before I do anything else. Is there noise between me and them on our DNI? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's the same noise you guys have been struggling with this whole time, though. It's not unfunctional. Five. You got five hits? Yeah. Uh, there is ice on this. Okay. You actually feel a cold chill run down your back Mm. uh, as you see uh, a black ice in waiting, not like actively patrolling. It's just there in case it's summoned, Mm -hmm. Um, as well as a link lock and a tracker. So the link lock will trap you in there. The uh, black ice will fry your brain and the tracker will find your physical location. Right. Uh, this is rating six host. Um, so all of these are rating six uh, intrusion countermeasures. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't see any spiders, any active users inside. No one's uh, inside the host currently. And then you see all the devices that are linked to the host. Um, I want to turn the turret off, the turrets off to this, to the, to the location where we are. Yeah, I mean, those are the only two. You see two turrets oh. uh, linked to the host, and you assume those are the two turrets that Bumbles saw. Okay, and I want to I wanna open the door, or unlock the door. Okay, uh, you also, I didn't mention, you also notice uh, there is a camera. It's not active right now. Okay. Um, but presumably, uh, uh, you see, like, it's, it's, like a, it's like the equivalent of a, view, a viewport uh, through looking, for looking through the door. Okay. Um, so you turn off the turrets. Turn off the turrets. Okay. Click, click. They both turn off. Okay. I want to unlock the door. Okay. Uh, you notice that you can't unlock the door from the inside, from inside the host. Uh, it's not, the, the mechanism that opens the door is not linked to the host. Okay. Um, and then. You actually don't see any icon for the door whatsoever. As if it's separate from the host. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but we don't necessarily need to go in and blow everything up as much as I would like to. I think our employer would probably be satisfied with their data. You're right. No, that makes sense. Um, hold, please. <laughs> okay. Um, is there a schematic for the building? No, you don't know what's on the other side of that door. You just see some surgical equipment, the guns. Are there any security feeds other than that one camera? No, and it doesn't seem to be a recording type camera. It seems like a, a direct thing for seeing what's on the other side of the door. Like literally like it's it's right. a like, live feed that doesn't record. Okay. I can I be didn't... shot by turrets if I'm in astral, yeah? 
they won't even see you. Yeah, so I'm going to unmanifest and go around the corner. They wouldn't see you even if you were manifested. Technology can't see you. Regardless. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. um, I'll just unmanifest um, go around the corner. Okay. Actually, do you have... Um, uh, sorry. Going around the corner, Kashmir, you see a mana barrier in front of you. Do, do you still have a um, one of the taps that I gave you, Boomer? Um, yeah, I'm not seeing one in my bag. Well, I have one. Take one out of my pocket <laughs> and and put it on the lock. I'll just take it and uh, put my head around the corner. All right. Uh, she had turned off the turrets, so they don't do anything. Oh. I'm going to check the strength of the mana barrier. Uh, sensing it? Mm-hmm. Go for it. And I guess I'll just walk up and uh, put the data tap on. It's only two. That's not enough. Yeah, you don't know what uh, the strength of it is, even relative to your own strength. I'll try again. All right, you can do that on minus two. I will. Okay, so I'm going to um, I'm gonna hack the door really quick. So I have to leave the host for that, right? Oh, did uh, Boomer put, clip the tap on? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Boomer, you have locks, locksmithing, right? Lockpicking? Yeah. Uh, you recognize this. It's a bioscanner. Uh, it scans, like, fingerprints and eye, uh, retinal and stuff like that to uh, allow uh, authorized access. Uh, so, yeah, you can try and hack it. Um, so, seven? You got seven hits? Yeah. All right, you get a mark on the uh, okay. bioscanner. Spoof, command, open, or unlock. Um, as you get a mark on the bioscanner... Oh, shit. I hate it when you repeat what you say. <laughs> uh, there's something familiar about it, and you're not sure why. I would like you to roll a memory test at a minus two for me. Five. Five hits on your memory, memory test? test? You're thinking about spoofing the command, and then it occurs to you that you could open this. You don't know why... You don't know how, but you know that if you walked up to this bioscanner, you're on the list. Okay, okay. It just hits you, and you don't exactly understand why. It's just all of a sudden this sure realization that you have. My curiosity peaked. I come out of VR and try to open the door. All right. Oh, are we just going around the corner now? I'm all alone here. I, I will stay over here. If you want to stay with me, you can, Mr. Bubblesman. But um, I... No. I, I, I don't want to go into the light. I will stay here while you guys uh, go in. Cool. I, I'm going to go over there, I think. Okay. I will wait here, and hopefully uh, you will all be okay when you come out. Um, yeah, hopefully. Almost trancy. I like walk over and is it eyes or hand or? Uh, it's a fingerprint scanner and an eye scanner. All right. And I just sort of like put my finger on the scanner. So uh, Mouse moves past you, uh, Boomer, presses her thumb on the scanner, puts her eye to the scanner. Uh, there's a little green light as it does that. Um, and like a little like white light shines into her eye for a second and then turns off. And it goes, Welcome. And the uh, the door uh, slides up. And oh, now you're just showing off. <laughs> and uh, it uh, seems like an airlock on the other side. Nothing happens to the mana barrier, yeah? Yeah, no, the, the mana barrier is not dependent on the... Uh, <laughs> um, at this point, I've manifested, if I saw them, like, walk around the corner. Yeah, so you would see that, yeah. 
I just don't know whether or not to pre-edge this, because if I don't beat it, I don't continue. <laughs> you can shout stuff from the hallway. <laughs> so I'm going to pre-edge this. Okay. So uh, as he's doing that, for a brief moment, I see the airlock, and the first thing that springs to mind is maybe it's space. <laughs> That would be nice after all this. <laughs> I could fly a spaceship. <laughs> What'd you get, Kashmir? I got three hits, all of them fives. Uh, so, Kashmir, you... Uh, uh, Mouse, do you walk in, or do you just open the door? Boomer said that now you're showing off. I don't know. How's everyone else reacting to the door opening? Well, I said. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. <laughs> we know what Bumbles is. He's just sitting there, slack-jawed, thinking of the possibilities. I'd, like, look back, see if they were coming, and then step in. Okay. Uh, Mouse steps in. Boomer? Guess I'm going to step in, too. Cool. I'm not going to stand out here. Yeah, I'm going to go in. All right, the three of you walk in. Cashmere, uh, you see their astral forms enter uh, the airlock, and uh, you put your hands against the mana barrier and give it a shove, and it resists, and you're pushing, and uh, you kind of, like... Oh no, oh, man! And you turn around, and then you lean against it, and you just fall through. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 I, I go zooming in <laughs> alongside them. <laughs> yep, <laughs> ecstatic. And, uh, I, I, and I pop my spirits over to the side of the wall. Cool. The door shuts behind you guys, and it says, "Stand still for decan- decontamination." And uh, some, some lights go like, vroom, 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 over you guys. Uh, and it goes, you may enter. And the other door goes, So not space then. <laughs> guys, I, there was a mana barrier there. I almost didn't make it. What is happening here? <laughs> uh, on the other side, you see a pristine, uh, rather large room. Uh very obviously a lab of sorts. Um, it's very, very clean. Um, lots of perfectly polished uh, tables and tons of weird vials and chemicals and all the stuff all on the sides. Top of the line, uh, surgical arms hanging down. Everything is like Delta grade Evo brand, uh, like biometric stuff. So much nice machinery. Yeah, it's it's the the best you can get uh, when it comes to any type of medical equipment. I could put this in spot. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you guys are scanning the room. It's very uh, it's a very bright sterile light uh, that greets you. And standing at the other end uh, is a person. Um, and uh, she turns. She is a uh, female human. She she turns to see you guys and goes, oh, um, I'm I'm sorry. What? And she sees Mouse and kind of looks a little confused, and is like, is there? And she looks a little more confused. Inspection. Oh no. Yes. Uh, we just. Oh. She looks at. <laughs> she looks at Boomer. Looks at Bumbles. Sees you guys covered in blood and bullet holes and stuff, and then looks at Mouse again and goes, who who are you? The inspectors. <laughs> no, no, you're not. I'm gonna eat that. <laughs> no, you don't get to roll the test. <laughs> All right, you so, auto fail. <laughs> so we kind of right. just let ourselves in, right? 
Sorry sure. about that. I know it's rude and manners and all that bull dread. Anyway, so we was hunting ghouls, right? And so, and we found this place. Had a couple of guns and shiny lights. So we thought we'd take a look. And uh, so here we are. You we were... probably don't smell too good. Sorry. Were any of you bitten? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, oh, she's I could like a... get close enough. Oh. <laughs> You should have seen it. Uh, I th- okay, so like, it was these two tunnels, and he just kind of goes on. Uh, she's a good uh, uh, like fifty to sixty feet. This is like a uh, it's like fifteen feet wide and like fifty feet long. One room you see actually down ni- nearby where she is, there is actually like a very well like maintained uh, sleeping area, um, and she was hunched over uh, some kind of research table. Before you guys came in. Um, so my fly spy was on the ceiling when the door opened. Mm-hmm. I assumed it entered. And it came in. Mm-hmm. And there's no noise in here, right? Uh, no, you are outside of the, uh, the radius of the jammers. Great. I'll send a little brain message to my fly spy and tell him, please find out what is going on. And just send him out. Uh, in, the, in the room with you? Yeah, There's just, no, like, tunnels leading off of the room. Uh, yeah, then I just sort of send him around every nook and cranny looking at all the stuff. Sure, sure. Guys, we could have brought Welby with us. Nah. And so, like, all the happened. rocks was falling, right? And, oh, you should have seen it. Now, one of them please, hit my please. shoulder. And- I, I don't need to know how you got here. I, I would rather know why you came. Oh, but I'm not even at the best part. And every time she's, like, looking at all of you and, you know, she sees, like... You see, notice she's taking up, like, you know, she's soaking in the fact that you guys are obviously, like, wounded and, like, bloodied. Maybe some of your blood, maybe not some of your blood. Uh, you know, scorch marks. She keeps, seems to keep eyeing Boomer's uh, several guns that he has on him. And definitely her eyes keep locking onto Mouse with a, a element of confusion. Uh, what are I don't you know. There's a secret underground lab in the middle of goddamn sewers. What do you expect? You shouldn't be here. This is this is incredibly unsanitary for one thing. And she starts like closing in the gap, like to get closer to you guys, like as she's talking. Oh, um, the thing said we were clean. Well, yes, obviously. You otherwise you wouldn't have made it in. But it's not that that doesn't check for just what other you're ruining my research. You're, this is, is a very sterile research? environment. I, what I'm are you doing here? That's. You should leave. You 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 already know too much. I, I I may have to make a call. I don't know. It's been it's We're been a while since we're not going to leave. Please don't make a call. Uh, if it if it makes you feel better, I'm even more confused now than I was when I was outside. I'm so. gonna break away mm-hmm. and go look at like the stuff that's around the room. So like computers and the cool. all the stuff as you start approaching anything she goes no, no no don't don't touch anything i i'm sorry i i still don't know whether uh, why are you here and she says that specifically to mouse <laughs> why would i be here well i you don't look like one of them but you look like one of them that's Whoa. a rather odd statement. Mate, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, the logic follows that if I look like one of them, that I am one of them, doesn't it? 
<laughs> what is anybody talking about? I just want to go on record. That sounds racist. <laughs> Uh, she doesn't seem to notice anything the rest of you guys are saying. She's just locked in with, with Mouse and goes, Are you here for a report? Mouse turns away for a second <laughs> and um, runs her finger across the table. Is there a table there? Yeah. 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 The table. Uh, when she does this, the rest of you who are watching uh, the, the lady. Oh, by the way, she's. Uh, she's got dark black hair put back into a ponytail. Uh, she's wearing a lab coat, glasses, uh, very pale, very uh, n- uh, a little higher than average human height, um, and very, very pretty. So you, but when, when, uh, when she touches the table, when Mouse touches mm-hmm. the table, uh, the, the lady goes, <clears throat> Is she a dryad? No, no, she's human. Um, okay. So uh, across, uh, across the table, um, and... I would like a report. Um, okay. okay. Uh, and she looks now. back at the rest of them. And goes, oh, okay. Uh, yes. Um, Sh- uh, Mouse DNIs to everybody. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, feel bad, neither do I. Uh, okay, well, uh, it's... Hasn't my research hasn't progressed much since the last inspection? Um, Specifics, please. Uh, okay, and she uh, uh, she uh, presses a couple buttons in her AR, and a, a trip projector kind of drops down and like uh, lets out, uh, makes like a big display, like almost like a three dimensional PowerPoint. Um, <laughs> as she as she starts uh, moving around like uh, icons in the AR, and like uh, she's like, okay, well. Uh, as you can see, here is the uh, genome mapping for uh, VTES, and uh, um, I haven't made much more progress than I have before. Uh, the results are getting better, but uh, I just haven't figured my way there yet. Uh, and you see, like, uh, mouse roll medicine, or uh, either roll medicine or bio, um, mi- microbiotics. Genome mapping. <laughs> Looks like a bunch of DNA spirals. These so, guys are really bad at making maps. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Three. Um, you know well enough to see that. Uh, so in the little like graphic that happens, mm-hmm. you see it's the genome of uh, of uh, Vitas, which um, most of you at least have heard of, uh, as it is. Uh, and it's called, it's the virally induced toxic allergy syndrome. It's pretty much the worst disease in the sixth world. Uh, it's an awakened disease. Um, there's a very, very low chance that anyone survives it. Uh, humans, ha- humans and elves have a 1 in 216 chance of surviving. Uh, orcs have a 1 in 72 chance of surviving. And trolls and yes. dwarves have a 1 in 36 chance of surviving. Um it's usually preluded with uh, fever, chills, vomiting, and uh, progresses to something similar to anaphylactic shock uh, as your body basically just swells up on the inside and you die. Um, it is super, super dangerous, extremely easy to contract, and virtually untreatable. I may not know science, but I do know business. Mm-hmm. And I know a project that's behind when I see one. 
Is there any chance I can use that to aid my contest into sort of inserting myself into this conversation? Do you have, uh, what, what's your knowledge skill for that? Do you have a knowledge? Business. All right, roll that. <laughs> uh, so with your, with your hits on your uh, uh, microbiology uh, mouse, uh, you see that, that it's the genome mapping for uh, VTOS, and uh, you see these graphics kind of like isolating certain parts of it and uh, introducing other uh, uh, mappings of different chemicals, mm-hmm. and you get the idea that it is, uh, it is an attempt for cure. Uh, of VTOS, and every time it the the like um, simulation goes through, uh, the different chemicals that are added to VTOS eventually lose out uh, to the uh, sickness. Uh, that's six hit or four hits. You got four hits for your business test. Yes. Uh, it actually doesn't look that far behind. It looks like a. It looks like this is this person's life. Uh, they don't dilly dally in here because there's nothing for them to do otherwise. Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hmm. There's a lot of data, and you, basically, what you see is like the different like entry points, uh, like the like you know the log times that are like whizzing by uh, in the screens, and you see that they are uh, very punctual and frequent. Um, so it is a constant uh, uh, a constant project that this person is working on with probably nearly every waking hour. Did his fly spy find another way out? <clears throat> uh, if that's what it was looking for, no. <laughs> um, I mean, it was just sort of looking for anything. Uh, it it looks around. I mean, it's a bunch of different chemicals, medical uh, equipment, and everything. Um, uh, different cabinets, um, a few morgue slats uh, that are closed, um, and uh, yeah, uh, there's also like a hazmat suit and stuff like that, uh, and yeah, different computer terminals. Okay. So you you can see that while I've been able to isolate certain aspects of VTAS, uh, I still am unable to uh, stop it from uh, mutating to uh, gain a resistance to the chemicals. But it is uh, getting very promising. I've made leaps and bounds beyond uh, what uh, other scientists have been able to uh, f- figure out uh, in all of their time. Uh, and I've we, this project's only been live for uh, nearly a year now. I, I don't I don't know why you're here. Uh, the The last uh, inspection crew seemed rather uh, pleased with the findings. I was making good progress. Yes. Um. Yes, and we can see that. Uh, I mean, certainly things seem very much on track. The boys upstairs should be very pleased. Um, I turn to Araga. I mean, this may not be enough to keep Ed- Edwards off our back about this, but we'll just have to deal with him. Um, now, how how close do you think we are to our final timeline? It's an indefinite procedure at the moment. I haven't been given a deadline. I've just been working on it at you. And she kind of looks and sees, like, your spirits and your, like, katana in your hand and looks at Bumbles again with his drones and looks at uh, Boomer and goes, I, and then back to Mouse, I... Who are these men you're with? I'm just the hide muscle. Well, I mean, yes, if you've got this much security and are trying to hide this much, I mean, we have to inspect how hard it is for maybe a, a competitor, someone we wouldn't want down here to get the down The three here. of you look like, you even, the four of you all look like shadow runners. I don't think you should be here. Well, I had it new year and every time I heard that. Well, I think that is racist. Sh- 
Shadowrunners? How many shadowrunning teams do you know where one person's wearing a suit and another a cardigan? Look, okay, you're obviously not with Evo, and I don't know what's going on, but I don't know who hired you and for what, but I can call Evo. I can, I can make a better deal. You can't stop my research. Whoever, whoever, is it, is it? We don't want to stop it. Um, hold on. Just sort of finish that sentence, would you? I was going to start guessing who had hired you as... Right. Please do. Now I don't want to. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you not... Have you not heard about the buyout? I, uh, I DNI to Mouse. He's telling lies to try and make this situation more in our favor. <laughs> we don't... We don't want to stop your research. No, quite the opposite. We're trying to evaluate. We're trying to evaluate all current assets and projects as we're going to be sort of going through a restructure. Go ahead and roll con. <laughs> it's just sort of what he does. But he keeps on changing his tack. It's illogical. Hush. <laughs> I don't really have a response to that. Like, she just assumes that people are telling the truth. And then, like, she gets starts to get oh, really confused serious? as, like, people change their tack. How many hits did you get? None. Look, I know a team of Shadowrunners when I see them. Yeah, that was, I thought I was pretty convincing. I, I understand the situation I'm in right now. You're here to stop my research. No, actually. Then Are you creating the ghouls? No, the ghouls are a byproduct of my research. So, yes, you are. Oh. Well, it's the waste has to go somewhere. Right, so you make a lot of dead people, and then the ghouls eat the dead people. Yes, and, and until the the until my research is complete, I I need test subjects. Okay, I get it now. Live test subjects, yes. Otherwise, it wouldn't work. No. Um, team meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I say over D and I. So Cashmere doesn't hear. Cashmere has no idea. <laughs> um. All right. So the way I see it is, she's making food for the ghouls. Ghouls hanging out. Pale ghouls going up on the surface. If we get rid of the food source, we get rid of the ghouls. Or they just take more people from the surface. Um, question. We're not getting any noise here, yeah? Not in, not in the facility, no. So uh, when I try to check in with Spot, do I, do I get a bunch of noise? There's noise there. Uh, you're basically in connection with each other. And it's in connection basically like a large wall in between me yeah. and the outside world. Yeah, it's yeah. the eye of the storm. Yeah. Okay, okay. Do I think I could send a message out? Possibly. It may take a while to get delivered. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you guys think of this, right? We were hired, apparently, because we are a team with morals, as odd as that may sound. <laughs> this strikes I me... I wouldn't go that far. Well, I mean, he did explicitly say we were hired because we were a team with morals. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm not a medicine scientist... <laughs> <laughs> but it does sound like perhaps this woman is getting closer to curing a rather nasty disease. On the other hand, she's killing a rather large amount of people, which is making a pretty big ghoul problem, which are then eating more people. What do you guys think about sending... I mean, Pretty Bee told us, figure out why there's a bunch of ghouls. We did. We could tell him. And then go from there and just sort of stall here for a while. Yeah, I'm all right with that. 
Well, the problem I got is uh, might take a little bit, but if she sends for help. Uh, Penelope Green. Penelope, I think it would be best if you sat down. I, I'm not going to. I think it would be best if you sat down. Why? Because I've seen them kill a lot of people, and if you get in the way, they're probably going to kill you. I think it's best if you sit down. By them, or is it clear that you're referring to us or someone else? <laughs> it's totally clear that I'm referring to you. Cool. Uh, roll intimidation. Sure. With a plus eight. Wait, I can't. Can I? It's not part of the uh, acting school. You're not lying. Trust me, I've been focusing really hard on not lying. With how much? Plus eight. Eight. Oh, good. Ten. <laughs> hey, that's my normal pool. <laughs> Five. Oh, nice. So she looks at you, Mouse, looks at the rest of the team, covered in blood, heavily armed, looks at Kashmir, floating in Astral with his sword, and two spirits on either side of him, or are they only in Astral? Oh, they're with me. Okay. Uh, I tried to pass one off as my assistant. <laughs> she, like, kind of sighs and uh, walks <clears throat> over to, like, one of the, the chairs that's by, like, some vials and uh, sits down. Is the chair on wheels? Yes. Okay. I'm going to wheel it away from everything else. Away from... Anything she might touch. Okay. I can I can move the chair myself, thanks. I already did it, so it's good. Um, <laughs> You're so nice, Mouse. So... What, what, what can I offer you to make you leave? Tell us exactly what you're doing and why. Do you have a lot of drones? <laughs> no, I don't. Then tell us exactly what you're doing and why. She already did. I'm working on a cure for Vitas. Why? Evo has contracted me uh, to work at this black site to find a cure. Uh, it's an uncurable disease, and it's worth s- subjecting someone to conditions like this to, to solve it. Someone with my talents and abilities, I, I, I'm well-versed in this field, and we believed that the best way to do continuous research on VTAS was to infect living subjects and attempt to cure them uh, before the disease uh, took hold. And that's why we stationed ourselves here in Redmond, uh, where people will not be missed. And so you're just taking people from Redmond? We need living subjects and no one's going to willingly allow themselves to be... How are you taking them? I go up to the surface and I take them. Using what method? Various methods. You're not in a position to be hiding things. I have my drones go and hover about six feet away from her and just sort of sit there and stare at her. (laughs) Because if she's going up to the surface and taking people, she might be dangerous. And I'd like to be able to shoot her if she tries to do something. She sees that, lets out a sigh, and goes, I go up at night, and I take people while they're sleeping. How close are you to curing this disease? Bumbles, I need you to roll logic and willpower for me, please. I've gone over to the computer and jacked in. Uh, Yes, but when you do, she goes, no, please, don't touch anything. This is a very volatile... uh, Area. Does you, the computer have Vitas? 
No, I sterilize everything in case of inspection, but if you press the wrong button, you may accidentally open up a drawer that's contaminated or one of the morgue areas that's contaminated. And all of you will get VTOS, which I don't necessarily... And you won't? We'll all get VTOS. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what did you roll for your logic and willpower? Six. Okay. Uh, Bumbles, you don't feel compelled to keep her at gunpoint anymore. Uh, in fact, you feel compelled to turn your drones on Mouse and draw your firearm and point it at Boomer. Oh, all right. So, uh, Red Leader, I guess go point at Mouse and uh, I'll point my gun at Boomer. Are you sure, Bumbles, that this is your team, says Red Leader? Uh, I guess I'll feel compelled yeah, do it. As you wish. Um, Both drones point right at, uh, at either side of Mouse's head, and you draw Cashmere's pistol and put it against Boomer's head. Uh, I cast control thoughts on her. Um, am I aware in my own body? Am I like a passenger now, or do I genuinely feel that this is a good idea? You genuinely feel like this is what you want to do. But do uh, I genuinely feel like this is a good idea? You actually do. Wow. Because, like, out of character, I'm thinking, I don't think I could kill Boomer, <laughs> even with a gun at his head. As, I, as I'm casting, I say to, uh, I say to Bumbles, um, Bumbles, you don't want to do this. This is your team. She's making you do this. I would like to fork hack the drones. Also, I only got three heads. Uh, you reach out uh, in Astral. Um, and it occurs to you that it is strange that you're able to do this uh, because she should not be active in the astral plane. Well, she's sustaining a spell, so she would, but it still seems strange to you enough that you kind of look at her in astral space, and without having to roll in a sensing test, you realize that she is infected. She's infected? Yeah, she's dual-natured. She's in, Oh, wait, she's infected with this virus? She's infected with some strain of HMHVV that makes her a dual-natured being. Uh, it's not not vi- not Vitas, but uh, HMHV. Okay. Ah um, oh, shit. And uh, when you try to grab onto the thread of her aura that would allow you to control her thoughts, uh, there is a forcible backlash that pushes you away. Okay. Um, I need everyone to roll initiative. Uh, After you, you resolve your fork, yes. Okay. Because you said that before. Do I do happened. I split the pool or no? Nope, nope. You do not. Um, nine. What's your firewall, Bumbles? Five. I need you to roll intuition and firewall to resist the hacking. So intuition plus firewall. Yep. Three. Uh, how many hits? You got a lot, right? Nine. Nine. Uh, you get to roll it twice, though, because she was doing it on two different things. So that's the first one. You get red leader. Also three. All right. Uh, yeah. So you get marks on both red leader and what is it? Red three? Red three. Yeah. Um, okay. So for initiative... Uh, Boomer, what did you get? 26. Cashmere, what did you get? 20. Okay. Um, and my spirits, that's 23 for Eraga. Okay. And Kiraga? Uh, 19. Uh, Bumbles? 21. Uh, just to clarify, I've fig- I I've figured out what's going on, but would Boomer have? Roll logic and intuition. Fuck. Also, I let the team know, she's got... HPV, whatever. <laughs> I don't see how that's relevant. 
I didn't get any successes. Uh, so yeah, you don't know what's going on except for that. Uh, Cashmere just yelled that she has HPV, which you are smart enough to realize uh, it probably means HMHVV. <laughs> uh, mouse. Hey mate, might want to get uh, that piece out of my face so before it ends up in yours. Twenty twenty-three. Twenty-three for mouse. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean in the same sense, where. You figuratively have it in my face. I will literally put it in your face. Okay. Uh, she will stand up, uh, put both of her hands up in the air, and sweep them across the room uh, in a motion towards everyone except for Bumbles. I counterspell. I need everyone to roll logic and willpower for me. Yeah, that's my favorite combination. Um, <laughs> fuck. And uh, you can, uh, Cashmere, you can give people uh, dice equal to your counterspelling skill value. Then uh, an additional plus one because you're shielding metamagic. Got it. Bumbles, you do not have to roll. <laughs> I'll give uh, Boomer two, me one, and each of my spirits one. Okay, uh, so roll with those advantages, those of you who are being shielded by uh, Kashmir's uh, counterspell. And it's, what is it again? Logic and willpower? Logic and willpower. Four hits for Kashmir. Uh, mouse? Seven. All right. Uh, boomer? Three. Three, okay. Four for Kashmir, three. Yep. three for Boomer, and then how about Eraga and Kiraga? Uh, it's four for each. Four for Eraga and four for Kiraga? Mm-hmm. And four for me too. We're totally in sync. <laughs> uh, Mouse, you got seven hits. Yes. Whew. Good for you. Uh, everyone else. Oh no. <laughs> you um, feel something on the back of your neck, and then on your chest, and then on your hands, your arms, and your face. And you look at yourselves, and you are covered in insects. Uh, ah! There's there's uh, centipedes, spiders, uh, flies, bees, all sorts of insects buzzing around in your ears, eyes, getting in your nose, mouth, and they feel 100% real. Uh, you each took a significant hit in your initiative. Um, your new initiatives are uh, Boomer's at 16, Cashmere's at 12, Iraga's at 15 and Kiraga's at 11. Uh, Mouse, you are unaffected. Okay. And Mouse, you're next. (laughs) Do I assume that by saying she has HPV, he means that he she has. You know, you know that he means. Yeah, he's been mispronouncing HMHVV this entire night. So, <laughs> like, uh, you guys have been coming in here. And he's like, is it HMPV, HMBMV? I'm so confused. <laughs> HDMV. <laughs> okay. So you under you've understood at this point that when he mispronounces anything with H and V, you're pretty sure he means HMHVV. Okay. So and you, given the fact that she is human, and uh pretty and slender and pale, uh, you're pretty sure with your knowledge of HMHVV that she is a vampire. Uh, Either that or a ghoul who has, like, just become a ghoul. (laughs) But given what's been going down, you are safely assuming that she is a vampire. So I will spoof command the um, drones to turn and shoot at her. Okay. I'm going to tell them to do that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so roll spoof command. Uh, but I am facing her, so at least my light is on her. Yep. 
Bumbles, you resist this with your logic plus your firewall. Three. I can buy those hits. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I do. So uh, (laughs) the drones turn off of mouse and unload on um, Penelope. Uh, Bumbles, go ahead and roll those attacks. uh, Or that attack, sorry. Single attack. Um, Okay. Swarm style with the two of them. Uh, Do they have silver bullets? No. Oh. I don't even know if she's allergic to silver. That's quite They're good. Not, they're not allergic to silver. Of the eight, I'll get five hits. All right. All right, you hit. Hey, that's um, not what I said to do. Why is that happening? Uh, you immediately understand. You uh, understand immediately that that mouse has probably hacked your drones at this point. That's a dick move. <laughs> You pointed them at me first. Oh, you haven't seen Dick move yet, mate. <laughs> <laughs> what are you oh, about to God. do to Bumbles? <laughs> um, all right, so uh, Bumbles, what's the damage on your... Um... Did they shoot bullets? They did? Yeah, they did. Okay. She I wouldn't just... have thought to use the grenades. Also, also wouldn't have in, shot in, the in an encased location with Vitas vials around. There's absolutely no way I'm shooting anything but her. There's uh, 8p on the damage and a minus one for armor piercing. Uh, it hits her and she seems to stumble back, but there's no blood. Uh, it seems like uh, perhaps her lab coat soaked up a decent amount. It seems to be uh, armored clothing of some kind. Uh, Bumbles, you are next. Uh, okay. I'll shoot Boomer. <laughs> okay. Boomer, I need you to roll a dodge test. Dodging. Bumbles, uh, I need you to roll a shooting test. Uh, but you're going to be doing it at a plus two because you are... Um, uh, in you a are pretty point, good position to maybe point hit someone. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pre-edge. I assume so. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your 1d6 to see if your bad luck comes into play. It does not. Okay. <laughs> That would have been hilarious. <laughs> no hits. Okay. Oh, thank God. I only rolled two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you go bang and uh, you just miss. <laughs> like, Boomer, Boomer is like still like kind of looking at you like, are you really about to shoot me? And then you pull the trigger and he's like, holy shit, you shot at me. At me. You didn't hit me, but you shot at me. <laughs> um, Boomer grins. Out of character, I am laughing because she picked the worst person you to still try have... and kill everyone. <laughs> you, you still have another simple action, and though she has spoof to command on your drones, she does not have complete control over your drones. Okay. Um, I'll tell the drones, hey, guys, shoot at mouse. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> they do so. Roll your dodge. Okay. Two. I got two hits. So, mouse, uh... He, uh, uh, the drones turn and they go, bruh, 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 and, uh, you kind of like stumble back and you like bump into, uh, uh, bump into some of the stuff behind you. And one of the vials starts to like tip over and instinctively, uh, you reach over with your, uh, mechanical arm and catch it. And just the act of you like moving in that strange way, that's not about dodging bullets, but more about stopping that thing from falling, uh, messes up the, uh, targeting of the drones and the bullets just whiz by you you feel one of them like like just the wind of it pass by your ear i just sort of call out guys come on just let me kill you (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck is going on boomer you're up 
Oh, oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Really quick. Uh, uh, Bumbles, roll logic and willpower again. <laughs> uh, two hits. Okay. You still think like you're, you still feel compelled to be doing what you're doing. Uh, okay, I won't feel as bad about this then. <laughs> Boomer slowly reaches up and wraps his giant hands around your hands in the pistol and pulls it away from his face. Then takes the other hand and grabs you by the junk and picks you up over the head and slams you down. Oh, God! It's the dick move! My God, he is broken in half! Hey, quit it. Wait, what are you... Oh, no, 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 I need that! Uh, <laughs> Boomer, roll an unarmed combat uh, test for me. Um, do it at a minus two because you're trying to do something fa fancy. Pumbles, uh, you dodge it with uh, reaction and intuition. Uh, four hits. I got one. Uh, so yeah, you say all of that, and he's like trying to grab onto your junk, and you're like, no, I need that, and you swat his hand away, and you back up a little bit, and he's just kind of like grasping for you, and you're like, no, and he's just he's wiry, uh, boomer. You're just like, <laughs> and he's like, and like his, his hands covered in actual like gr like like engine grease, so like it slips out of your hand, like you just can't get a grip on him. I'm not very strong. I'm not particularly fast. I am. Very, very quick reflexed. <laughs> oh god, she's trying to make Bumbles kill us. Oh, and now she's trying to make Boomer take off Bumbles' pants. <laughs> <laughs> Great, more fanfic. Just what we needed. Seriously, guys, just let me kill you, alright? Come on. <laughs> uh, Eraga, Kashmir, and Kiraga are all up next. Sweet. Uh, First, first, I'm going to have uh, Kiroga cast Confusion. That's five hits. So Kiroga kind of like, like, like it looks like the leaves are breathing, and it kind of like picks up and closes and picks up and closes, and she seems almost somewhat mesmerized by it for a second. Uh, what's next? And then um, Eraga's going to try to engulf her. Okay. Uh, that's four hits. Okay. Uh, so Eraga uh, kind of moves forward and in the motion uh, seems to become amorphous, uh, no longer the shape of a bird, but more like a ball of lightning. Uh, hits her and tries to like wrap around her and tighten on her and pushes out the other side. Uh, she seems to have been jarred by it, uh, but it's it it doesn't he doesn't get a hold, uh, hmm. and so she like kind of stumbles a bit and uh, and like shakes it off. And then I'm going to counter spell. I'm, I'm going to try to dispel. Can I tell that there's a? You know. Yeah. You know at this point. I can. I you can have sort this of spell. Grab that thread and be like, whoop. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You you have this spell. You know exactly what's happening to Bumbles right now. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you got counter spelled, trying to control her thoughts, you're like, oh, I get it. <laughs> it's two hits. Okay. Uh, Bumbles, when Boomer was grabbing at you, um, and, and you were, like, falling back, you started to hear a voice in your head that was like, do I want to do this? I'm not so sure anymore. Um, but then you were like, no, I do. Uh, and then, and then the voice of Kashmir pops into your head saying, Bumbles, explode this woman and not us because... That's what you should do. All right. 
<laughs> and you successfully counterspelled <laughs> the control thoughts. Here's the best part. That was already my plan for when I got uncharmed. <laughs> um, Alright. Uh, do I, like, realize when I've, like, successfully, yeah. like, dispelled? Yeah, you know. You felt, that, that was, like, the, as you were doing that, you, like, felt yourself, like, quenching out the magic. Cool. Um, Bumbles, are you good? Um, yeah. I'm gonna kill the shit out of her. It's been a bad day, and she has made it a lot worse. And I'm going to do bad things to her. <laughs> he Guys, says, he's back! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not getting out of that. Getting out of it this easy, mate. <laughs> Stop trying to grab my dick, Boomer. <laughs> oh, bloody still. No! <laughs> uh, Penelope uh, turns and sees uh, that her plan is starting to turn against her a little bit. And uh, she moves back uh, a little ways away from you guys. Uh, raises her hand and uh, brings it down uh, like all the fingers together in a flat hand motion and like stops it directly pointing at you guys um, and uh, I need everyone to roll willpower uh, this is a new uh, combat turn though so you do have spell defense again Kashmir to okay. distribute um, um, um. I'll give Boomer two and then myself one and each of my spirits one. Okay. Uh, whoever's getting spell defensed, roll with that spell defense and let me know how many hits you got. Boomer uh, got two. Uh, Boomer, you take four uh, physical damage. Oof. Cashmere, uh, you got how many? Three hits. You take three physical damage. Okay. Uh, Bumbles. Bumbles got two. Two. Uh, you take two, or sorry, you take four physical damage. Five. Five for mouse. Uh, you take one physical damage. Araga gets three. Okay. Takes three physical damage for Araga. Kiraga gets two. Four damage to Kiraga. Fuck. Mouse, you are next. So are there any, like, pencils or um, things of that nature? Or... Uh... Can I rip the arm off of a chair? <laughs> Something like that? Uh, I mean... Can I, I mean, like, is there anything to do that with? That's, like, easily... What are you attempting to do? Well, vampires, like... You're thinking, you're thinking, you're thinking... Uh, you're gonna stake her. You want wood, right? Yeah. Because they do have a severe allergy to wood. Yeah. Yeah. There's no wood in here. <laughs> she lives here. It's all plastic and metal. Oh, even the chair. She can't touch wood. It's, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, so unless someone had that unless oh. someone had some wood. Um, Boomer's been looking for some. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run away as far as I can. Mm -hmm. It, but potentially behind a wall or like. Hidden. There's some tables and stuff. Out of could... line of sight, kind of thing. Yeah, you could overturn a table and get behind line of sight. Yeah, I'm not gonna overturn a table covered in like. No, 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 no. There's a lot of pristine empty tables, like oh. operating tables and stuff. Like. 
Yeah. So there's like there's not like vials and stuff on them, so you could shove one over and get behind it. Yeah, is that going to be my full turn? It'll be a simple action to interact with the table. Okay. To kind of like bitch slap it with your mechanical arm and make it fall over. Yeah. <laughs> and then what do you do? Um, and then I'm going to drop into the matrix. Okay. So that's your turn. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you kind of like slide, pulling a, pulling a table down as you do, and it clangs down and you just go Voomp, and drop into VR. Uh, that increases your initiative if yeah. you're going hot sim. Uh, so add whatever static goes up or subtract whatever static goes down, depending. My static stays the same. Okay, so just roll the extra d6. Bumbles, you're okay. next. Okay. What is she standing near? Uh, some operating tables. Uh, she's kind of backed up towards the other wall. Uh, if you got, if Mouse was interacting with the terminal on the right side of the wall, she's kind of moved closer towards the left side of the wall. There's a bunch of cabinets behind her. She's a little closer to the morgue area Okay. Uh, with the pull-out uh, thingies. So please be careful with explosions. <laughs> cool. Um, you said earlier, if I sent info out, it might take some time, mm-hmm. but there's not really a question of whether or not it will make it out, is there? There's probably not a question as to whether or not it will go out. It will probably send. It's just like, like a lag. text message. It's pretty sure. laggy. I shout at her, and I say, "You already lost. Like you could kill us, and we would be dead, and I would be disappointed with that. But our employer already knows exactly where you are, and what you're doing, and how to find you, and how to kill you." I, send it, I just sent another message about wood, by the way. <laughs> Lots of wood. You make up your mind, I, Bumbles. I DNI over to you, and also if I stay plugged in long enough, God will descend. Also, apparently, the heavens themselves will come to kill <laughs> no, you. actually say God. <laughs> She's like, I, I mean grid overwatch division. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. The cyber police, God will come for you. Roll intimidation at a plus two, three, four, four. No hits. She seems unfazed. <laughs> right, okay. I would say the exchange of words would be a simple action. So you have sure. a simple action left. Do I get the sense that this is important to her? The or lady? she just paid to Penelope? be Penelope? Yeah. Initially when she was like, you can't stop my research. Yeah, it seems like... It's more than just a job to her. Uh, okay, Red Leader, kill her, please. And then with the rest of my turn, I'll, you know, take out my foam explosive and I'll just tell her, I've got so many goddamn explosives on me that no matter what you manage to do, this place is so fucked, so beyond fucked, that everything here will be ruined, regardless of the outcome of this fight. And gunfire as uh, Red Leader shoots at him. Or her. Two hits. You you commanded Red Leader vocally, not uh, not three right. and I. So she like turns at the drone and sees it like start to tra- uh, train on her, and she like kind of like rolls to the side as it goes like. Brrr. All right, and I do I have movement? Yeah, yeah, you can move a little bit. Okay. What looks important? Everything. <laughs> uh, vials, cabinets, uh, there's uh, surgical arms hanging down from the ceiling. Uh, Are there, like, obvious hard drives? There's a lot of computer terminals, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go up to them and just sort of... I don't think I have any more actions to do it. You don't have anything else to do, you can do but... but I look, I look prepared to spray a lot of things with high explosive. Uh, all right, Boomer, you're next. Full auto complex burst coming right at her. 
Okay. And I'm gonna use point of edge. Six hits. Uh, all right, so you uh, unload. Uh, most of the rounds hit her. Uh, this time there is blood. It definitely pierces through her armor, and she stumbles back, uh, clutching at the wounds, almost falling over, but kind of catching herself on one of the tables. Uh, she looks pretty pretty beat up from that, like a lot of the rounds made it in. Eraga, Kashmir, and Kiraga are up. Sweet. Can I double engulf? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to have him double engulf. For Kiraga, it's eight hits. Oh, all right. Ooh. And for Eraga, it's only four hits. Uh, so Eraga, uh, she's seen it before, so she jumps out of the way. Um, Kiraga uh, catches her, though, as she's dodging Eraga, and uh, spins around her as a bunch of uh, leaves, and then uh, kind of forms into uh, branches and brambles uh, with thorns that start grabbing onto her and as soon as it touches her not only does it like pierce and, and make like you know uh you know blood gush out but there's also a, a sizzle and a searing uh as it seems to burn her and uh she lets out like a scream of pain and like tries to push free but can't and uh and the the uh, leaves get tighter and tighter obscuring her more and more as the brambles and branches wrap around her face and her mouth and her throat and then uh her screams seem to get snuffed out as the uh the spinning lotus leaves uh kind of disappear and all those branches or don't disappear but uh drop to the ground and kind of like hover on the ground uh as there's no branches on her anymore and she stands there for a second covered with uh gashes and slashes and uh all these like you know seer marks yeah seer marks and stuff like that and she goes (laughs) and falls down dead uh mouse everyone else lets out a sigh of relief you know that it's only a short matter of time before she wakes up because uh she is going to regenerate those wounds Bumbles has had a real bad day, all right? A lot of his good friends are dead because of these ghouls and everything down here. Right. So as soon as she drops and lets someone stops me, I'm going to go grab her, drag her out of the airlock, paint her in rating six explosive foam, and detonate it. <laughs> um, yes, I'm going to stop you from doing that, absolutely. Uh... Wait, wait till we get out of here before we blow it up. When, right, that's why I'm taking her out of the airlock, out into the sewer, away from all the fragile, explody, bad things. I pop really? out, seeing these guys bicker again, and I walk over, and I punch her with glitter. Like, oh, sword, like a sword punch. Okay, I was going to, uh, yeah, punch. glitter, right. Glitter, not just your arm, your sword. Uh, so they're bickering. Uh, uh, Bumbles, you're walking forward, and in, in the ethereal form of Cashmere uh, is like putting his hands through your chest, trying to like stop oh, you. Please, no, no. And and Boomer's like, hold on, let it, let's get out of here first before we blow anything up. And uh, Mouse stands up behind and you all, kind of turn just in time to see her bring out the sword in her arm and drive it into Penelope's chest. Uh, there's no reaction or anything from Penelope, uh, but you, uh, you pull out, uh, your sword and you're pretty certain that she's not going to wake up from that. Okay, great. I'll grab a body, I drag it out of the airlock and I paint it with explosive foam. <laughs> <laughs> Can we I'm not search her first? I, what? I'm going to search her very quickly. Wait. I'm proud of you. It, 
It has nothing to do with being proud. You can't explode something where we don't have an exit. And you guys are always fighting and I just need to tap in and I need to get all the data because obviously something really important is going on down here. And I don't agree with what she, how she was doing it, but like if she was close, then somebody needs to know about it. So if you guys could just give me like five minutes, I would really appreciate it. And also, yeah. Uh, that sounds the, very good to me. A right. message pops up in your AR bumble saying, Handle it as you see fit, and the pay will be appropriately increased. <laughs> Great. From I'll pretty big. <laughs> I drag her out the airlock. No. <laughs> Stop. First, oh, let us search up. her. Yeah, fine. Take the coat, and I grab the coat, and I throw it. Um, There's more than just the coat. <laughs> you throw bumbles. it at his ethereal form, so it just passes through him. <laughs> um, that- and uh, actually, right there is where we're going to end this session. <laughs> This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions, all rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by the Tops Company Incorporated. Shadowrun is a trademark of the Tops Company Incorporated, all rights reserved. Go to www.shadowruntabletop.com for more information.